This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. That shifter's in my, in my We got one bolt on it, and that, with, that, can, that, that doesn't work very good. We got to cut the boot, loose, put a new shifter in it. Well, that's never good. This is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. You can go to spyoptic.com right now and check out the complete line of Dale Jr. Signature 88 sunglasses. And thanks to our partner, Spy, you can enter discount code DIRTYMORADIO. All one word. At checkout and receive 20% off your purchase. With TJ Majors and Amanda Troutman, I am Taylor Zarzer. TJ, it's never good to have your shifter in your lap. No, I don't think that'd be a very fun fun time. It wasn't a fun time, to be honest. So that's uh, something unique um, that doesn't happen very often. I think it's happened twice this last year. It's happened to someone else earlier this year, too, I believe. Johnson. Yeah. Johnson, yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, I don't know. Something definitely that's <laughs> not what you plan on. Yep. The 4888 shop uh, right now up against it. And certainly in a um, win or not be in uh, situation and. You guys had a lot of confidence going into Kansas. You had a lot of confidence going into Charlotte. Obviously, that vibration ultimately results in the shifter coming apart there. How did it happen? Um, from what I know, you know, obviously, we don't. I don't think anybody knows what the vibration was. It wasn't something that, you know, you can really, unless it's something completely obvious, like a drive shaft, something like that, or a, or a wheel or something, then you, you, a lot of times race cars just have vibrations, and um, I don't think we'll ever find it. But, you know, it's just part of it. It, it vibrated enough to to break that piece and you know it's not, not something you plan on happening or want to happen but it's just something part of racing you know and stuff happens in racing crazier things have happened and uh we'll just have to you know sweep this one behind us and go to the next one no matter what you guys have had 17 top 10s 11 top fives and three wins 2014 has been an outstanding season now i i know that we'll have time to reflect on the whole year once the season is over with uh, and certainly everyone is committed to try to go in uh, Talladega this weekend and get into the next round. But I do think it's important to mention that, TJ, is that you know sometimes in this NCAA tournament-like world that NASCAR is now in, you know, if you have a great year, if you're a number one seed and you lose in the round of 32, people say, oh, well, remember that year you guys lost in the round of 32 well you still i mean they still had an outstanding year if they were a one seed if you will or had one of the best seasons anybody had in the regular season so i hope people are mindful of that just all that's been accomplished this year yeah that's this team doesn't quit either i mean we're just we've got a really good team and you know i know stevie's going on other things but and we've got a really good replacement coming so there's no reason why we can't still go win Talladega and make something of this year. Or, you know, even, even if we finish second, we get past, you know, at the last lap or something. You know, we, we're going to still go to these next four after that and try to win and, and build for, you know, we got another year to run. We got we got a long time left to run. So, and it's just part of racing, you know. there's Everyone's going to be disappointed this year except for one guy at some yep. point, you know. So, and, right. and, and you can't control a lot of things you can't control. Like, we can't control that tire and, and some of the things that happen, you know. We could have um, had the – the orange blow across the track in Chicago, we could have run into it. You know, you can't control stuff like that. Um, you know, you just uh, part of it. So you just got to keep your head up. And, you know, the good thing about this sport is there's a race, a race, you know, mm-hmm. seven days later usually. So you uh, have you have another shot of redeeming yourself. And the off season doesn't seem like it goes by. It seems like it goes by pretty quick to me. So, um, you know, it's just go to Talladega to try to win it. And hopefully we do. You know, if not, we got four more after that we're going to try to win. TJ, can you do me a favor on uh, Sunday? Can you please, um, as 
all of us are listening to you spot and do an outstanding job like you always do. Can you please always let us know where the 20, the 2, and the 11 are on the racetrack? Well, they're probably uh, <laughs> they're probably going to be within a 50 yards of each other most of the race. So, <laughs> um, I don't think you'll have any anything happen after that. That's just that's just stuff that happens. I mean, that happens yep. every week at South Boston or Motor Mile. You know, guys yeah. aren't there. And the, ours just on TV. You know, so you see it, and and guys get mad. And you know, honestly, that that's I don't think that's bad for the sport. You know, nobody. You know, I don't think it needs to carry in to, to where you know it's unsafe or whatever. But um, you know, that's just uh, it's good to see emotion, man. And yeah, shows people care about what they do, and that shows what this chase does to people too. You know, and and um, like I know most of them guys, and I know Brad pretty well, and you know he's probably a little frustrated. His chase isn't going no nearly as you know as well as he expected it to go either. So you're taking out most of the year. You know, I was I kind of had the two the. 24 um you know the four and us and uh you know the 22 48 there's probably four or five cars that i had paid at the beginning of the year that i thought would be raced from the championship and you know you see you have one bad race one tire blow out when you don't when you don't expect it it puts you in a pretty big hole so and then mm-hmm. to go there and i feel like we had a top four car and you know we were doing stuff with track position and we were doing um making smart calls and right there we were positioning ourselves for a good run and setting up for the end like you never know what's going to happen so you know, I feel like we were doing a good job of that, and then, um, you know, obviously something, you know, we had a little unforeseen, yeah, little problem show up, and we just tried to uh, try to get it corrected, and and um, you know, obviously we didn't get the cautions at the end when we needed them and stuff. We could have used a couple near the end there. I kept looking for a, a you know, a, a soda can to throw out there if <laughs> yeah. I could see something. So, well, before we bring in our buddy Mike Davis, who's out at the track today, um, I want to just uh, tell you I agree totally with what you said about the emotion. Uh, that is great for the sport. As long as nobody gets hurt, I think it's great for the sport. Yeah. Um, because that's what racing is all about. That's how racing is created. When you're going to race at those kind of speeds and you're competing for prize money and you're competing for championships and you've got this crazy new elimination-style chase format and one guy that's won five races and had the best regular season uh, all of a sudden is in this situation he's in and you got what's going on with Kenseth and Hamlin around him, uh, you're going to get this kind of thing. You're absolutely right. That's what racing is all about. And, yeah, like you said, let's hope that that is just a, a one-week thing and you move on and next week everybody you know, starts over again like uh, has been the case for many, many uh, generations. But uh, I agree. That is that is part of the thing that makes people excited about racing. So uh, it was a fun Saturday night under the lights. Uh, unfortunately for Dale Earnhardt Jr. and the, and the 88 team, uh, it didn't go at nearly the way that – Everyone wanted uh, it to, but uh, hey, like you said, go in Talladega and everybody is on cloud nine for sure. Let's bring in our buddy Mike Davis. We're speed dialing with Davis. Speed dial. All right, and here he is, the Lord of Dirty Mo Radio himself, calling in to the Dale Jr. download. You're doing ride-alongs out at the track? Where are you today? Well, not yet. Right now I'm at a, a very muddy Metrolina Speedway with our boy Marty Smith. Uh, Junior uh, is doing an interview with him right now that will be on ESPN this weekend at Talladega, so uh, it ought to be good. Is he, uh, buy- you know, is he buying it or something? Are we going to be racing there next year? No. You know what? <laughs> uh, we were sitting here talking as we were driving over here um, that we should have brought a metal detector. He was like, I wonder if there's any cool things just laying around Metrolina. And I'm like, you know, you would be the one guy that ends up in the police blotter, uh, you know, getting arrested, basically shoplifting off of a defunct racetrack taking stuff out of it but no it's uh i don't think he's gonna buy it they're, they're setting up for a big fair out here i know that 
You know what? You know what? What's going to happen now, Mike? Is he's going to be the only guy we know with a thirty thousand dollar metal detector too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do those yeah. exist? Because if if it does, I'm sure I they know, do. I know he'll have one by Christmas. <laughs> You know what? They'll probably give him to his first birthday present. He's going to want say, to get I mean, birthday yeah. presents for a solid well, month. It'd be yeah, hard Christmas get... is two months away. I, I think he'll have one in the next ten minutes, if that if that's the case. Uh, all right, couple things here, Davis. Uh, first and foremost, here's the deal: if somebody in the top seven or somebody that didn't qualify for the chase wins Talladega, then it looks like uh, Casey Kane and Matt Kenseth are going to race it out for eighth place, or Dale Earnhardt Jr. is going to win the race in Talladega on Saturday on Sunday and get into the next round. Uh, I think I know which one I want to have happen, but it's pretty much as simple as that, right? I would think so. I mean, and you know, I think he's going to win it. Listen, if he has even half of the amount of confidence that he came into Charlotte with, he'll win it. You know, he was basically calling a shot starting Thursday. Uh, he, he, uh, We were walking into the garage, and he says, you know I'm going to win this race, don't you? And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I hear you. And he's like, no, listen, I'm serious. I'm going to win this race. This was Thursday walking into the Charlotte garage. He just seems overly confident. His car is fast. If we could just have everything, you know, hold together yeah. for an entire race, that'd be nice. But, um, you know, he didn't go after it, man. He didn't go after it. And this is when I like Dale Jr. the best, man. He gets after that win, goes after it, you know, bring it back either wrecked or just holding the steering wheel, whatever it is the saying is, TJ. But uh, if TJ can get him through traffic, we'll win this thing. Oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> wow. I like it. All right, so it's all left to, miss, to the spotter uh, on the roof. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I just don't want to be where, like, it, it, he's leading the race, Mike, and with five to go, he radios in and says, hey, man, the hood flew, flew off. I don't, or, you know, I'm holding the steering wheel. I'm not – I'm not right. touching the steering wheel. The steering wheel's in my lap right now. Uh, right. You know, as long as, like you said, all the parts can stay on the car, uh, people are pretty, should be pretty fired up. Yeah, I think uh, it'd be nice. I think we got a really good shot at winning it. Um, I definitely feel like we were everyone's. I feel like we could. We're ones people are aiming for. Yeah. Like sure. even if like like why can't the malfunction just be like the glove box won't shut? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, or something like that. Why is it gonna be a shifter? Why is it gonna be a tire? Something that yeah. makes it pretty much impossible to drive. By the way, how did he drive that thing? Like, how do you drive it without a shifter? Yeah, uh, I thought there was a piece there, a little piece, and um, I think he could shift with that, but he couldn't really get it to to go from third to fourth. Is a little different than than um, you know going going crossways from second, you know, second to third or third to second, um, especially when you're jamming it in gear because they don't um they don't use the clutch a whole lot in these cars anymore. They kind of just jam it in gear and it goes, um, you know, they use the clutch when they're, when they're starting to roll, but it, it's kind of got a little bit of, um, a little bit of tension when they do that. So it'd be hard if you're just holding on to a little piece there, trying to get it in gear. Well, yeah, I like that green flag, uh, pit stop they made when they basically had everybody, every crew member and their family members pushing the car to get him back. Yeah. To coming out of the pit box. Well, I oh, was your waiting. Tweet uh, was, your tweet was outstanding. Well, uh, they might tweet something? And they did. They won a bobsled event. Uh, they might have qualified for the Olympics. As you said, number 88 Diet Mountain Dew bobsled team just won gold. It was oh, uh, man. tremendous. I was really expecting a tweet, a Days of Thunder tweet, where, like, I own that motor. Get out there and push it from, like, from <laughs> Mike. That's kind of yeah. what I was waiting for. That, where was my head at? That that would have been my know. tweet. Why did I not think of that's that? That's what I was that thinking. Is, that's, that's my motor in that car. Get out there and push it. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> if Randy Quaid had been on uh, had been on pit road, that would have been tremendous. Why didn't but, you have uh, a helmet on, Mike? Everybody needs to get out there. Hey, listen, no no lie though. I won't even tell you the driver, but there was a driver that texted Dale Jr. and uh, and they were talking about the race. And they and he said that he finished. Uh, 
20th, you know, basically spending half the race without a shifter. And they're like, how did you finish 20th without a shifter? And that alone tells you that it was pretty impressive that we finished 20th, to be honest with you. I mean, we lost a lap at worst. And uh, did we ever get it back? I can't even remember. No, we never got the no, lap. Never no, got it back. We never no. got cautions to follow when we needed them. Yeah. Uh, we were, you know, we were in lucky dog position a couple well, times. Well, we had uh, the cautions fall. We just were still fixing our shifter when they were. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's true. And they we, finally I mean, got yeah, a caution at the very end, right after uh, had to come in and get a splash. But uh, yeah, it, it yeah. didn't work out. But like you said, Mike, I mean, look, you, you go to Talladega and, and you win it. Hey, I got to ask you guys a question. Now, just a few weeks ago, us three were sitting here talking about Talladega. And I don't know if, if we sort of disagreed on what this Talladega race will look like, but considering the fight, which I don't even know if y'all talked about the yeah, fight we did, yeah. uh, after after the Charlotte race, and considering now these four drivers that are on the outside looking in, have you changed your feelings on how crazy or not crazy this race is going to be? Because I think, I thought that it was going to be insane already. I, I, I think it was, now I'm even more uh, thinking that. TJ, you were kind of thinking like it was just going to be a regular old, just kind of chilled out thing, right? Um, I think it's going to be pretty, I don't think it's going to be really crazy. I think you're going to see a, hand, a, a small handful of guys that are going to be a little more aggressive than what they normally would be. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's still, you know, you're doing 200 mile an hour. I know there's only so many open lanes and, you, you know, there's, you don't want to, you're not going to do anything extremely crazy, you know, but you're going to definitely see guys that are a little bit more aggressive, but, um. Don't forget they're not going to be aggressive enough because they know if one wrong move and they're out of it too. So, well, and I, I think that uh, I, I think what's going to be fascinating, Mike, is how early some of these guys get real aggressive. Sometimes you you wait and you see them, you know, get real aggressive with ten to go or twenty to go. I'll be fascinated to see how early Kislowski or Jimmy Johnson gets aggressive, or how Casey Kane and Matt Kenseth are racing when they have one point separating them right now. Going into this uh, last week, Casey Kane's been in this situation uh, n- numerous times already, so he he knows what it takes. But uh, I think TJ's right. Yeah, I think TJ's right though. I think that uh, you, as he said at the beginning of this podcast, I think that uh, like you see, you've seen Dale Junior do in recent times at restrictor plate races, he's going to try to get to the front as quickly as possible yeah. and get away from all that. The guys that are out, I think I think Will will be very aggressive. I think the two will be very aggressive, and I think the 48 will definitely be very aggressive. Um, I don't think you're going to see, you know, I know Matt and Casey need to finish good, but they're not going to be willing to take that, that extra little risk to because, you know, right. they're potentially still in without a win. So they're hey, not going to do that. Do you, do you want to know what the ultimate Junior Nation meltdown moment would be? And that's, <laughs> that's it. You got Jimmy and Dale hooked oh, up and trying to draft yeah. at the big at the end of that race, and one of them's got to win to get in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I, it, that would be the craziest thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that one thing could happen with about a lap to go is if TJ, you're spotting for both of them if they're drafting off each other. I think with oh, uh, as you keep saying, door bumper clear, and you got the uh, you got the twenty four on your door, twenty four on your door. Okay, Dale, wreck the forty eight. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm. I, it's oh, going to be. Just, we don't want to wreck him, but just well. tell him that he's got a tire going down or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. forty-eight. I mean, you have to go to pit road. Sorry, you're going to yeah. do. Right. You're going to do everything you can to win the race. And you know, I don't think you spin somebody out to win, but I definitely think you you race them in their door as hard as you can. And hope you get the right help. And um, you know, yeah. and at the end of the race, it's you can't really. If it's your car in, and you you know you don't you can't really look at car numbers. You just look at a car. You know if you you gotta do what you gotta do to win the race for yourself because 
at the end of the day, that's what you're, you know, you're there to win the race for you and your team, you know, and if it's between you and your teammate, you still want to put yourself in first, you know, I'm not saying we need to wreck him, but I think we just don't need to look at, I don't, I don't think we should look at, you know, trying to work with each other the whole race, you know, if we can use each other to get up through the pack and stuff, but like you said, at the end of the day, when it comes down to both of us racing each other, it's going to be nothing. Oh, no. I'd rather have I mean, one of like, us, oh, no, I'd rather have one of us get in. what but, the number is. Yeah, yeah no, I'd rather, rather see one of us get in, but, um, you know, when it comes down to the end of the day, I'm going to try to give him the best info that I can give him to keep him in front of him or pass him. So I don't know how I feel about all this TJ level-headedness, by the way. I, mean, when you, <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like him, the kid around. Being that he's yeah. buddies with Kozlowski, I would expect him to adapt a little bit more like Kozlowski type of thinking. That's just like, I did nothing wrong, I'll do whatever it takes, and then yeah. I don't care if I piss off half the garage doing it. Right. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've known Brad for a while, and, you, you know, and uh, we've been really good friends for a while. And, and, you know, sometimes he's definitely unique in some of the ways he, you know, some of the way he thinks about things and stuff. And I agree with a lot of it. And, you know, I think he, um, I think he definitely gets criticized for some things that he does. It, you know, he, like they said, they don't see the first guy that pushes the player. They always see the second guy that gets, the, you know, they always right. see the retaliation stuff. So. Well, what if you push four players? Do, do you eventually <laughs> get to see that? Yeah. Well, that must I mean, be, uh, I mean, that's, when you push four of them, that's when you get ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I did think it was funny how Matt went after him. Like, if I'm Brad, I at least point out the fact that I got blindsided. He came up from behind me and tried to take me down, and he and he couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, Mike, did you see? I mean, that that whole video, I like it. I think it's pretty awesome. But did, you I've know, watched it a hundred times. I watched. <laughs> did you see the guy that comes in behind Matt and just tries to block everybody? Yeah, it was Rodney, wasn't it? It was uh, no, it was uh, Matt's bus driver. He comes in there right no, behind that's, Matt. That's and his name. That's Rodney. <laughs> oh, that's his name, yeah. Rodney. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, Rodney. If you're listening. Yeah, um, he was in there throwing punches. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny about that? Dale Jr. was outside of the gar- car doing media, and he was talking about you know the shifter and all this stuff, and it was really crammed, and it was just a lot of media there, and. All of a sudden, I kind of start watching the big screen because I see some commotion going on. And then right when that happened, I guess it wasn't very professional of me, but I just yelled, Look, y'all are fighting! And I, the interview, the interview, like, Junior looked up at the Jumbotron, and then the media all turned around, and we went from whatever we were talking about to just watching. Mike, hold just on. Like, you're, you're the communications <laughs> director for the company. That's your job. You just communicated with everybody around to tell them yeah. what was happening. I you feel did like a great he wanted, job. I feel like he would want to know yeah. at that point. I mean, you You're, that's your job. You're the communications director. You just did a great job communicating that Matt Kenseth just open field form tackled Brad Kislowski. Well, he didn't really tackle him, though. He tried, well, he tried. to tackle him. Yeah, he it was, tried. A, it was a good he attempt. Try. He did try to yeah. open field form tackle him. But you're right. Uh, yeah. Now, Kozlowski pretty much stayed on his feet. He did a yeah. Neither one of them looked like fighters to me. Well, thank you for saying I did a good job. That makes me feel better because then, if that's the way yeah. we're going to spin this, I definitely yeah. communicated that there was a fight going on, and to stop what you're, yeah. you should stop <laughs> your child's media and let's watch this thing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the mean, moral I, of the story is: is if you burn my hand on the stove, I will set your entire house on fire and your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. I think basically is is what happened. Uh, there. Hey, last thing before we let you go, Mike. Uh, you created this whole thing, Dirty Mo Radio. All one word. And you, that's right, all one word. Hey, thank you. Wow, PJ, uh, you are on top of your game. Yeah, you, you are. Uh, and you can receive twenty percent off at your of your purchase at checkout. By the way, at spyoptic.com. Um, you created all this Friday night. Had to be really special you, for you. Let me just tell you, I was in the media center during the first round of qualifying, and I saw that number five on top of the po- on the board, and I'm like. Oh man, we may actually we, we got a we got a piece when we may contend for this poll, 
And all of a sudden, I cared less about the race and more about the pole. And so I went over to the 88 Cup Hauler, and I'm sitting in there with Dale Jr. and Steve Letarte and Kevin Meandering, some of Doug Ducart's in there. And I'm like on pins and needles. We went into the second round. And we didn't finish on top then, but we clearly sailed through into the third round, into the last round. And I'm telling you, man, it was tense. And Letarte goes, you know, I don't ever remember Nationwide Series qualifying being this tense in the 88 Cup Hauler. And I'm like, man, I want this pole so bad. Like, if you got to know, if the five goes to the top of this board in this last round on their lap, I'm calling up Rick Hendrick, and we're going to fire the wick on that G5, and we're going somewhere. We're going to Europe. We're going to Canada. We're going somewhere. And he's like, what about the race? And I'm like, I don't even care. Man, I want a pole award, and I want to take that back. I want Dirty Bow Radio to beat, to win a pole. And, man, we would have done it if Kyle Bush had not come out there and messed up his lap. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't think that was very cool to do, and I don't know. He'd already run his lap. Yeah, he'd already he was going trying to get another one in and get the pole, but I didn't think. And he I know it's very legal. Well. I, I'm not saying it's not legal. It's legal. You can go out there to yeah. free for all. But man, went right, just in the most Kyle Busch way ever. Went up there, messed up our lap, and we didn't get the pole. I wanted it so bad, Taylor. Oh. Well, you still and should it, be really proud of, uh, of of how cool that was the entire weekend and how competitive the car was and and. That was badass. Why, I, that car yeah. Why was you, so I don't cool get it, looking. Mike. It's, everybody in the shop deserves correct credit for for what they put on the racetrack in terms of how competitive it was, but how cool it looked as well. So, it was Mike, a piece. so Mike, you missed uh, you, you missed a perfect opportunity to catch him between the hollers, Mike. I mean, that, this is what I'm that's expect, true. I'm expecting this kind of reaction from you next time. When he, messes up, when he messes up your pole lap. <laughs> yeah, you should have gone after him. I'll hold your watch. <laughs> I'm not so sure Ernie Cope didn't beat me to it. Ernie Cope was mad about it as well, and I think he went and had words with him. Yeah, yeah. well, no, that's, I, uh, I agree. It still was a great weekend. Well, enjoy yourself uh, this upcoming weekend as well, my friend, and uh, let's go get a win in Talladega. Let's do it. First, we're going to go do some ride-arounds to the foundation. Uh, as soon as this Marty Smith uh, interview is over, which is going to be fun to listen to uh, or, or watch on Sunday, and then uh, we got some foundation events. TJ and Dale are going testing in Phoenix, so it's going to be a big week. And, um, man, let's talk about a win next week. I'll be back let's in the it. shop. We'll be able to do it. Amen to that. All right, my friend. Appreciate you. See y'all. Mike Davis joining us here on the Dale Jr. Download. Now, as we mentioned at the top of the show, Spy's got an exclusive deal for Dirty Mo Radio listeners. Go online to spyoptic.com and check out Dale Jr.'s signature Spy 88 collection. It includes the Dirty Mo, McCoy, Quanta, General, and Farah for the ladies. Enter discount code Dirty Mo Radio. Wow, one word. At checkout and receive 20% off your purchase. We appreciate your support of Dirty Mo Radio and Spy. Now, go get yourself a pair of signature 88 collection sunglasses today. Time is running out. Amanda, that doesn't mean you're off the hook here. You still have to say it, too. I mean, I like TJ taking over. All right. That's, yeah. that's less off my Apparently plate. Apparently you do. <laughs> that little video you put together, you enjoy when I take over things, right? You're still bitter about 360 last week, yeah. Taylor. Yeah, I mean, that that's was, what I was going to say. Dale, 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 I mean. Dale, Dale. All right, <laughs> anyway, let's get to reaction theater. I cannot believe the f***ing luck that we have on this 88-do crew. If there's anybody that can go to Talladega and get her done, it's that literally in that 88 Duke Chevrolet. There's nothing left but to go get her done. Go to Talladega and let it all hang out balls to the damn wall. Man, this is our season, Talladega. If there's anybody I want to take to Talladega to win the race, definitely the Duke Crew. Dale, yeah. Talladega. I like that. He, 
I couldn't tell if he was trying to rhyme at times and then not trying, but he kind of did a little bit. I like it. <laughs> he, he, did. Was, he was yeah. he was ready. He probably had a few beers. He's got a good attitude. I like him. Next one. All right, here is eight hours after. Let's see if I can get my emotions in control. Oh, f- it. What the hell is it with the damn f- racing guys? This is two weeks in a row. But you know what? I couldn't be more proud of Junior, Stevie, and the crew of when the shifter broke and how they, listen to the tank car, how they calm they were to get it fixed. Guys, Vegas next week. You know you can take and do it. Dig deep, get that dirty mo- mojo going, and let's get this one. Let's move on to the next round. Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. Yeah. Well said. All right, next one. So basically where we stand right now, Dale Earnhardt Jr. has to run impeccably well at Talladega and probably win the race. All right, I feel pretty good. I'll see y'all next week. <laughs> there you go. Great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect. A lot Short of positive simple. people. I yeah. like it. All right, so let me see. Let me get this straight. We have to win to get to the next round. Awesome. Yeah. Ter- terrific. I'll consider it done. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> next one. I don't know how I can support a guy as much as I support him for a whole damn race season. Runs like hell. Until we get to the chase, and then he can't even do. He can't qualify. Can't can't finish a race. You know what kind of what kind of crap is this? Tonight in Charlotte, he was running in the top five, leading some laps. The next thing you know, he fell off the goddamn radar. You know, and I don't know what was wrong with the car. The car should have been looked over forty times. You know, nothing like guaranteeing a win. And it looks like we're done. We're done for this this chase. I mean, just well, park the car, bring on the new crew chief, and let Latart go to to the television booth. Wow, jeez, man, it may sound like we went out there and just did it something to ourselves. I mean, this stuff is out of our control. Turn the place into so, a parking lot. I thought yeah. he was a Buffalo Bills fan. For no a second. kidding, man. I've been a Bills fan for like ten years, and I'm not even that mad. Man, <laughs> just finished watching the race. Looks like Kedlowski's getting into it. Oh, here we go. Uh, had a lot of beers, but uh, Junior broke that steering uh, shifter. Man, that sucks. But we're going to go to Talladega and win it because we've already won it. Damn, they're having the whole Keselowski back. And uh, we already won a super speedway this year. Daytona, Pocono, pretty good super speedway, too. So we're going to win Talladega and win the championship. Go Dale! Dale, yeah! <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, yeah, I love in the that. Background. Yeah, man, cool. we had, I don't like what, what the hell's going on with Keselowski? Anyway, <laughs> man, we're going to go to Talladega and get this, man, the whole damn world's coming after Keselowski. Anyway, Dale Jr. in yeah. Talladega, this, I like that. He's a little distracted and, and a crowd, by the fight. too. So yeah. Fighting He's got, play that's by true. Play. He had a crowd, too. He did. He didn't have stage yeah. fright. <laughs> <laughs> DJ doesn't have stage fright either during the race. Watch fright. out below you at Talladega. Yeah. I, I don't get stage fright, even when he gets a little. He got a little. Um, he got a little angry on the radio, didn't he? Yeah. Just last week, he Dale? got a little. Yeah, he got a little a angry. Times. I mean, I was just yeah. trying to make sure, like, he had a good run for the line, because when uh, when when Cole come out of the pits in Day of the Thunder, he had to build yeah. up a speed that whole lap, you know. And I was thinking maybe we just lay way back here and you hammer down, like going into turn three when the field's getting, you know, right before they get to green, and you could have a, a m- miraculous Cole Trickle pass half the field and turn one move, something like that. <laughs> I, mean, I envisioned it, so. It's oh, possible. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to Harry. All right. Who's next? What the f***, Steve? Early in the year, you dropped a car on a block to fix it, and it ran like a bat out of hell. Well, Saturday night, Junior told you 
get the damn scissors so you can cut the boot off the gear shifter, and you didn't do it. Then he told you, hell, if you just give me the tools, I'd have fixed it already, and you didn't do it. Then he told you, go get a wrench and weld a damn bar on it so you'd have something to shift it to, and you didn't do that either, and look what happened. Son of a You know what Greg Eyes would have done? Greg Eyes would have pulled out his Ronco pocket welder right up there on the pit box and done what the hell Junior asked him, and we'd have damn won the f***ing race. Come on, Latart, get your head out of your ass. Jeez. <laughs> Dado I didn't know they made form. pocket welders. Oh, that, <laughs> Amanda, you, come on. You don't have a welder in your pocket right now. I don't. TJ? TJ? I don't have a welder in my no. pocket, but what's in your pocket? Something's in there. I have a welder. <laughs> <Me>? <laughs> I have a welder. <laughs> TJ's out of TJ's not even had any beers, oh, and he's out yeah. of line. I've got a welder in my left pocket right now <laughs> oh, and some what? scissors in my right pocket. I've only carried my plasma cutter with me. That's I, I can't carry the welder. You know, I just it got heavy. I didn't use it that much. <laughs> <laughs> the one just, weekend we could have used a pocket welder. Yeah, man, I it out. Get your welder out of your pocket. Yeah, <laughs> Tremendous. <man. laughs> All right, who's next? All right. I don't know if we need to take a sharp pen knife and make an X in one of those two fang marks in each one and set the poison out because we got snake bit for new fault of our own. Or if we ought to hire an exorcist because we are going to Talladega this week. Daggone, I'm proud of the 88 team. Disappointing. But two things for TJ. You know, Matt Kenseth flew at your BFS like a daggone spider monkey. That alone was worth the price of the tickets in the whole weekend, actually. I appreciated that part after the race. And, uh, TJ, one more comment for you. Thank you for springing for the soft material on the T-shirts. Us girls, uh, we see? like to be soft and pampered, and we appreciate it. But the last mm. thing i got to say is, for the love of God, somebody please bring the scissors when Junior needs them. Dale, yeah, go 88. We can do this. We're not out. Bye. I'm not Bye. really sure, you know, uh, I'm not really sure that's a point in time I would give Junior scissors myself anyway. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's as easy as what people think it is either. I mean, I, you know, they got a plan, and you know, it's Junior's job to give them the info, and and um, you know, they got it fixed. And I don't, the scissors wasn't really the big thing. It was uh, you know, the bolts trying to get the bolts out and the bolts in. That's a really, really um tight area, and you know, I, you know, normally a guy climbs in the car there and sits down like where he is, and he has not buckled in, so it's not like he can just lean up there and and work on it either. You know, those seats are form fitted and stuff, and. And uh, it's not like he was just gonna sit there and casually do it. It still would have been tough to do. And and um, I don't know. That I feel like they did. They had a good plan to get it fixed. And I feel like we handled the situation really well. Um, you know, it's not something you go out in the parking lot behind the shop and say, "Hey, the shifter's broke. Let's fix it. See how quick we can fix it." Or you know, like the the door foam at Bristol when I drove into that wreck and all the foam came out on the track. And uh, you know, it's not something you go out in the backyard and say, "Hey, let's knock the door off, pick it, and see where you know, let's replace the foam, see how long it takes us." It's just stuff that pops up on the fly and you gotta you gotta try to get it fixed as best you can and you know maybe with um if the wreck was a little bit different you know if there was some more speedy drive on the track or you know there was a blown motor or something we might have had a little bit more time to, to fix it right and stuff but it seems like some of the cautions got cut real short and we didn't have a an extra lap or two to make an extra stop and get it right you know so there's just a lot of things that matter into it and stuff and i think stevie and the guys did a great job of of, of getting it fixed as quick as they can and and um for uh scenario that sprung up on us like that so i thought they did a good job yeah they, they did do a good job and uh old jordan flying in there into yeah. the end of the car trying to get everything done and 
Yeah, uh, that, being that's tackled not back easy. out of the car. That's not good thing he had a helmet on because there's a lot of stuff in there to hit your head on and stuff, man. And he's a smaller guy too, so yeah, he's yeah. a little. That's my. He's he's a uh, he's not the biggest dude. He's probably five six, five seven ish too. He's me and him. That's my roommate on the road, so yeah. Feel like uh, you're welcome for the soft material. Thanks for buying it. You know that's why. <laughs> You know, <laughs> shout out to my man Adam and the soft material. Yeah, and the soft material. TJ shirts have sold out. Did we talk about yeah. that? Oh. Yes, we did. And uh, they're going to sell. We we got uh, more coming, right? Yeah, I got some more for the trailer and stuff. Can there you the, go. I will get the web. Hopefully, by the time you listen to this, the website will be done and sold out of everything I got in my garage. Ten four. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. Well, after six beer, actually make that seven. Hmm. I really don't know what to make of that race. It sucks that uh car fell apart. Um, at least it finished 20th. It's better than 21st. Um, junior, keep your head up, buddy. Um, what can I say? Um, do what you've done five times there. Uh, go win Talladega. Dahlia? Sounds good yeah. to me. Yeah, he's not. Sounds like maybe he should have had a few more. Yeah. I mean. Sounds like a happy drunk. It's pretty simple. Sounds maybe happy. One yeah. thing left to do. All right, <laughs> right. who's next? Gloom, despair, and agony on me. Deep, dark depression, excessive misery. If it weren't for bad luck, he'd have no luck at all. <laughs> Gloom, despair, and agony on me. Come on, Junior. Do something at Talladega. Hell yeah. Was that an actual song? I'm not cool enough to know a, song, yeah, you know, a lot song, of songs. You don't just make that up. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> I wonder what song it is then. I wish I she, don't know. Can she call back and tell us? Because yeah. I'm kind of curious. The only songs I really know right now are obviously the one that I sang the other night and like mm. Let It Go and yeah. Do You Want to Build a Snowman. So Those, those are those are three <laughs> of my frozen. favorites. Yeah. All three of them. Oh, yeah. uh, yours included. <laughs> Let's hear one last one. Definitely not the race I wanted to see tonight. But Junior Nation, I didn't hear the fat lady f***ing sing yet. Mark Pell, did you guys hear a fat lady sing yet? Just as I thought. You didn't hear her neither. This chase is not over. Dale Junior is not done. We're going to Talladega. We're going to run it all out there. We're going to do the best f***ing job we can. We're going to lose Junior Nation. You need to be behind Dale Junior. It doesn't matter if he lost or he won. You're standing behind him. The fat lady has not sung. Let's go to Talladega and whip some ass. Beautiful. Yeah. That's that a right. boy, Timmy. She didn't sing, but I did, so I guess we're in it. <laughs> <laughs> we're oh in God. it to win it. That means we're going to win. That's right. <sighs> Wow. <laughs> Reaction Theater is open 24-7. All you have to do is call toll-free 1-855-740-1902 and leave us your voicemail message, and we'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo Radio. Wednesday, Jeff Burton's wife, Kim, joins Kelly on Fastlane Family, presented by Charlie Soap. Friday, take a look around behind the scenes of Junior Motorsports with JRM360, the podcast. Also, JRM360, uh, you can check that out on Mike Davis's Twitter or on TJ's Twitter for that matter. Yeah, apparently. And say Dale a lot. Yeah. On Mondays, we recap the full weekend for the Junior Motorsports Nationwide and Late Model teams as Dale's Sprint Cup Series run on the Monday recap presented by Spy. Let's throw the white flag. White flag right there. White flag. All right, I'm going to attempt this. I'm not a good reader. Oh, all right. Amanda reading white flag. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dale is off and running once again this week. And as we just heard earlier with Mike, he is at the uh, – he's actually Phoenix. at Metrolina. But mm -hmm. he also uh, hosted the ride-arounds at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. It was a fundraiser for the Dale Jr. Foundation, so it all goes to a good cause. And since we're recording this on a Monday afternoon, TJ is actually currently in flight with Dale going to Phoenix for a two-day test. Oh, yeah. I thought he was sitting right next to you. I'm so yeah. confused. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then once that's done, Dale and TJ will jet back across the country because on Thursday, he'll start with a Hunt Brothers pizza production with Kevin Harvick. Then get back in the jet, and he's off to Alabama for a National Guard appearance at a local Talladega area high school. Mm. On Friday, there are two practices for the Sprint Cup Series, one at 2.30 and the second at 4.30, and those are both Eastern times, TJ, so make sure you're there an hour ahead of what I've just told I better you. better change my, change my calendar <laughs> then. That's right. Saturday, Dale and the Diet Mountain Dew crew qualify for this Sunday's 500-miler at Talladega, and that is scheduled to air at 4.30 Eastern on ESPN News. Wow, that's different. Yeah, that's well, I'm wondering so. if it's because it's college football. It's a Saturday, Bad. so. Truck races somewhere in that area, too. Yeah, yes. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So. Yeah, that is that makes sense. Uh, where, where am I at here? Where am I at? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Sunday, the big race day, Dale will start off the morning with an appearance at the Sprint Stage with Miss Sprint Cup at 1020 a.m., and that's at Central Time, just to throw you guys off. Also, if you're at the track on Sunday, you can upgrade your pit pass with access to driver introductions and also a special Q&A with several drivers, including Dale Jr., who will be out at the start-finish line at 10.40 a.m., also Central Time. You can go to talladegasuperspeedway.com and purchase that special pit pass if you're in the area. Oh, Talladega. I got one last item, too. Doesn't okay. directly involve Dale, but it is awesome. Our friends at Lionel Racing, which is the official die-cast of NASCAR, they are now offering Alex Bowman's number 5 Dirty Mo oh, Radio wow. Chevrolet in diecast form. Now four. that is cool. Yeah. Wow, that he's is really Mike's cool. big time now. He's got a diecast <laughs> car. Wow. Well, you can pre-order them today in either the 124th or the 164th scale diecast. All you got to mm -hmm. do is go to lionelracing.com, and that is L-I-O-N-E-L racing.com, and get like your Richard. order in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. But you need Lionel to get your order racing. in before Mike com. buys them all up. You know yeah, that's going to sure. happen. He will buy a bunch it. of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and one other thing about the diecast, yep. they are all autographed by the Dirty Mo Radio driver himself, Alex Bowman. Awesome. Really cool. All Taylor, right, you well. know, um, you know, back in the day, we used to buy diecast cars and just and clean them and and sand them down ourselves, and we would take them to a little decal shop. This is like late '90s, and you would um have the guy make little tiny decals of a guy of a sponsor you were approaching, and you make mm -hmm. a diecast of their car. And you walk in there and you bring that out as part of your presentation. There you go. Yeah, that was way back before they just... Did it ever work for you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if not, you had a cool die cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Are you Lord. coming to Talladega? I'm not going to be there on uh, Sunday, but I certainly will be glued to the TV. I uh, I got some college football to do this weekend, but I awesome. certainly will be watching and uh, looking forward to seeing the 88 back in uh, victory lane and... Thank uh, Mike Davis for all his time. Thank you. Thank Amanda. And I'm going to do something to finish this broadcast off today. Hey, can I the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. I'm going to do something. Now, it's going to be kind of reaction theater-ish, Amanda. Okay. Because I'm going to put my microphone up to a speaker. Oh, no. But in the immortal words of my man Jake Taylor from Major League. Oh, I like here him. Here you go. Well, I guess there's only one thing left to do. What's that? Win the whole... 
and goodbye and good night. <laughs> thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Hey guys, thanks for checking out another episode of the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Now go online to spyoptic.com and check out the full line of the Dale Jr. Signature 88 collection. And when you get to the checkout, enter discount code Radio and receive 20% off your purchase.